Waylon, what is on your bucket list? Ooh, that's such a good question. I feel like you get to know someone so well based on what's on their bucket list. So I'm excited to kind of dive into what's on your bucket list and what's on mine. 100%. I feel like there's different categories there. Like there's definitely a category of like travel. Cause that's a big part of mine. Like a big part of that is travel, like experiences. Um, I have my bucket list pulled up here, but I actually don't call it a bucket list. I read this like blog post, maybe like two years ago or something where someone called it their impossible list. Cause the whole idea is like, it's, you're going to do such incredible things in your life. Like it's Im- impossible, but it's not possible, but you're going to be doing the impossible. So I call it my impossible list. And yeah, there's a bunch of random things on here and we can just kind of like go off of them. So like the first thing or not the first thing. One thing I have on here is I want to travel to all seven continents. Like that's a huge thing for me. Like I'm a huge travel bug or whatever you want to call it. And you're also a huge geography person. I'm like, a that's huge geography nerd. Like I hundred percent am hundred percent quizable geography. I got you. Yeah. All seven continents. I definitely, definitely want to do that. Um, yeah. Africa and South America, Antarctica have not been done yet, but that is on the list. What about you? Do you have any like travel ones that you're really into? Yeah, I think growing up, we traveled a lot, especially because we lived in the Netherlands. So Mm -hmm. like, just like driving around, I'm sure, you know, like you're in Paris Mm -hmm. right now, it's so easy to travel Mm -hmm. between countries, but I was so young and I feel like things have slowed down for me and my family. Like we don't do as much traveling just because, you know, like location wise and like we're Mm -hmm. in college and blah, 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 but I want to catch the travel bug again. I feel like that's on my bucket list. I feel like Mm -hmm. I haven't I've been like very homebody, I think as a product Mm. of COVID and Mm. I just want to feel excited to like go on trips again. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like I'm like the idea of going on a trip right now for me is like, so like, it still induces a little bit of like nervousness and like, oh my God. Yeah. Like anxiety, but I'm excited to just kind of like get back into it. Yeah. And there's definitely different phases of traveling. Like when I was in China, I didn't leave China for a year and a half, but I traveled a lot within China. Like that's super interesting too like you're traveling a lot within the northeast right now like you know new jersey like the back of your hand you know new york well you know like philadelphia like you know that area a lot and like that's not to say like for the rest of your life you won't be back but i doubt unless you live in the area you're going to be traveling in between those trains as much as you will right now so like honestly like honor that like that's super cool like there's other times that you'll be traveling that's yeah that's fascinating I feel yeah. like I never consider my trips to New York or like to Philly as like cool. travel trips. Yeah. I always am just like, oh, like I'll just pop just on just, over because yeah. it's so mm-hmm. close. But you're so right. Yeah, I think that um, like small scale travel. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But I think like large picture Antarctica is on my list. Mm. Somewhere warm. Penguins. Like, Can everyone penguins. get the penguin backstory? That is a huge thing. I can't believe you, even, you didn't start off with that. Yeah, no, I really want to go to Antarctica or like see penguins. Yes. But um, it started when I was in probably like kindergarten or like first grade-ish, where like our first grade teacher in the Netherlands, like every semester or every quarter, she would like pick something for us to like obsess over for like that two months. I love that. Wait, like learn 20 low key? Yeah, like Wait, I kind of love that. But basically, like we we entered the classroom that like the beginning of that semester, and she had like a bunch of penguin stuffed toys, and she's like, everyone has to take one and learn how to take care of it. Um, but also like learn about penguins and that's kind of how it all started and then me and my best friend Martha at the time um, we both like loved penguins and that kind of just continued um, after I moved and all all over which is cool that's so much fun okay definitely travel we've gone there like there's some specific spots I would say like three top ones for me definitely 
the, I've said this a million times, but the whole Western coast of South America, going from like yeah. the up Machu Picchu down Galapagos, hiking Patagonia to Antarctica. That's like I one huge that. one. Yeah. I want to do like a boat through all like the Mediterranean Greek islands, Croatia vibes. <gasps> and then I want to do um, a whole like African safari in sub-Saharan Africa. Those are the yeah. three top ones if I could safari do Safari for sure. Antarctica for me, for sure. Yes. And then also just like seeing the Northern Lights, which is kind mm. of like related, but also just see the, seeing like the seven natural wonders of the world and the seven wonders of the world, mm. I think would be amazing. 100%. Okay, switching gears a little bit. Another thing I have on my list is learning how to play bridge and mahjong. Oh, interesting. I think there's such cool high-level games. I learned how to play the basic version of Mahjong in China. Hong Kong is apparently like super, like it's a harder version. I learned how to play the basic mm-hmm. one. It is like so much strategy, so much like mental hege memorization. Like I think it's so cool. And then growing up, one of my best friends, her mom was like a bridge queen, like complete. And like, it was such an intellectual game. I thought it was so fast. And I was like, oh my goodness, like one day I'm gonna learn how to play it. So those two games are also on my bucket list. Any thoughts? On, do you, can you play Mahjong or bridge? So I've learned Mahjong a handful of different times and my mom feel that. taught me a handful of times, but I definitely don't like consider myself a Mahjong player. My mom loves it though. So I feel like that could be oh my a God, fun, good for like, her. little bonding thing for yeah. us. Yeah. Next pandemic. Um, Next yeah. pandemic. I think kind of similar to that though, I would love to find a good party trick. Like something mm. that I'm just good at for the sake of just like there's no actual value in me being good at, but mm-hmm. it's like something cool. Oh my but, God, that's such yeah, a good right? thing to have. No, for sure. Like, if you're good at bridge, I feel like that's such a flex at a party or like yeah. you're good at Mahjong, like all those Chinese New Year gatherings, like you're top of the game. Oh my goodness, like, no, you are. I have one of those. Oh, that would be so good. <laughs> oh my goodness. My only like party trick and it's really, really not is like, if I'm ever in a yoga class, I can bend like completely backwards and bend back up. But that's super like, like the standing thing, like a little gymnast. That's the wow. only thing I can do. That's like a party trick ish. And that's such a weird circumstance. That's the only thing I can tell you zero yeah. value outside of that. I feel like okay. that is better than the only flexibility that I have is I can put both of my legs over my no, head. That's not- huge. But it's like not like a thing that I can show. Like I can't be at a party and be like, Oh my god, wait, no. <laughs> oh my god. I had, I had some friends um at NY Shanghai. They could do like the spitting with their, you know, I don't know how to describe it. They could like break dance where they were like spitting and their feet were in the air. Like immediately. My friend Pedro, he can do a backflip like like that. Crazy. That's such a good party trick. 100 percent Yeah. Another one that I have, I want to build my dream house. Tell me elements of your dream house. Where is it? What does it look like? Lighting, space, rooms. What does your dream house look like? Tell me your vibe. I love that. And I think it's so cool. Like I, I, someone once told me to get like into real estate early and I was like, no, like not really. (laughs) Actually what she does is really interesting. She basically like lives, she like buys a house Mm -hmm. in one place. She lives there for three months. Mm. And then as she's living there, she looks for another place to buy and then she buys that place in a completely different country, but then rents the place that she's currently at. And she's going to do that for a couple of years so that she like gains a lot of property. Anyway, that's, oh. other but Wait, that's crazy. I, I know, right? For her. I think my dream house though is, I don't know. I, I fluctuate between different styles, but sure. I definitely think I love like the minimalist, like clean mm-hmm aesthetic with a lot of natural light coming in I think we're both the same in that aspect like just mm-hmm. lots of light light um, big windows big window 100 exactly. windows 
um growing up I always wanted like a three-story house but Ooh, why three? honestly I think in the near future like I would love just like a sleek apartment mm-hmm. like a cozy but like like a cozy but like really nice modern looking apartment yeah I want like a sexy couch but like the coziest blanket like that 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 dynamic there I want an open kitchen vibe I don't like to cook but I like the interactivity of the kitchen like an island an island is a game no for sure an island yeah led lights 100 you already know you already know big areas like to put art there and things like that i want lots of different art i want a big bookshelf last time i was at my friend's house for dinner and i was like snooping i always do i always snoop like at the books people have in their house because i think you can tell so much about someone by like what books they have so like definitely want to have an eclectic book a book um you would love in collection in singapore actually when my when we um was when we were living there, yeah. my dad built a 99 shelf bookshelf <gasps> on our attic floor with like a ladder. And that was like his big project. Um, and we had so, so, so many books just like filled, like they're like little cubby holes and they like reached the entire That's ceiling. It was so incredible. cute. My second grade self was creeped out by the attic though. So like, I rarely went up there. <laughs> Like, I think about it a lot. You think um, about it a lot. No, that's important. That's crazy. You know, we moved from a house to an apartment in, in Hong Kong. Yeah. So we actually had to get rid of all of those books. Oh, um, and so no. They were get rid of those books? Back. Did you donate them? Yeah, we, like, there was, like, a big book sale that we did. Okay, fair. Um, But, yeah, my dad's always, like, if we go back, like, it's going to be so empty. And I'm no. Like, yeah, it will be. No, books are so important. That's another thing, too. Like, I want to have a really cool book collection. Oh, and, like, that's another part of the house as well. Of course, I like, you know, like novels and chapter books and the like, why do I, I say chapter books as if I'm in second grade and I'm like graduating, but you know what I mean? I also want like sexy as F, like National Geographic travel, gorgeous like books that you have in your coffee table. Like I am huge I think for coffee would love tables. like an atlas, love. like a really- An atlas. <gasps> I would love an atlas. If someone gets me like a beautiful atlas, oh my God, I would, that would be beautiful. Like I love- <gasps> No, you're totally right. I'm putting that on my want list right now. I want someone to get me a beautiful atlas. One I second, BRB that. want list atlas, like yeah. a beautiful atlas. No, yeah. Waylon, that's such a good one. <gasps> right? I feel. Oh, like I love so, that. So your aesthetic, and then also so my so aesthetic, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that's. Did you so know? Cool. Actually, I don't consider myself a geography buff, but something I don't know. It's weird how like we're so connected in so- certain ways. But when mm-hmm. I was younger, my favorite thing was to look at maps. Like I would See? buy. Yeah, I would buy like little geography books and um, like they would literally like I look at them now and like, how do I not understand or like know as many no. countries as I did back then? Oh my goodness. But um, I found it fascinating. Yeah. No, it's so cool. I have like maps all over my room as well. I like always look at them. I would like in the morning, I'd look at them and getting ready. And then like in my dad's office for whatever reason, you'll see this, but like he has maps of like like South Korea and China and India and Indonesia, like old maps that he bought in like the nineties when he was like traveling there, like when people used maps and like, I don't know why, like, I think maps are so beautiful. Obviously there's a whole political side of maps, like who owns which territory. And like, we don't have to get into that, but like on a, like a more shallow level, I think maps are really beautiful, especially the way people are done. So yeah, definitely dream house two maps to Atlas. That is a yes. <laughs> um, another bucket list thing that I have, and this was a thing that I got inspired to do since being in China, I want to own or not own, operate, be involved with a summer, I don't even know, a fruit stall or like a, a, a fruit smoothie place. Don't want to work at that. Starbucks, but like I want to sell fruit. I want to be around fruit. 
I love that. I think that's <laughs> so your vibe. I see you like your side hustle at some point going to be like selling strawberries. But also I see you like getting into it and then just like making a multi-million dollar business out of it. Like you start in your humble little fruit store and then it like turns into a multi-million dollar franchise of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> One can only hope. I heard this news today. Apparently, rip everyone in the US. Avocado sales are being cut by 80% now because <sighs> as of February 11th, there is the last shipment of the Mexican avocados coming to the U.S. There's some geopolitical situations. So avocado prices are going to go way up. Oh my so goodness. Bless, my, bless your soul. Bless your soul. It's going to be. Don't get real avocados on campus. Oh my God. No. The, oh, the, boxed, the boxed guacamole. The boxed guacamole. Okay. Another one of mine. And then I will pass it over to you is I want to go to SNL live. And now this has a new meaning to me because the way you get in is you have to write them like an email, like explaining why you want to get in. It's a, it's a lottery. My friend who I met two days ago wrote an email and he got it. He saw RuPaul and Justin Bieber's like the week before COVID started. And like, all he wrote was like, I really want to go. I'm your biggest fan. Like it was not, I was expecting like a college essay level thing. Like it wasn't long. It was like three sentences. So I'm like, wait, I can do that opens in August and then they just like email you like whatever time throughout the year like this is your week like you have two tickets and I think I'm gonna do it in August like I could be in New York in the fall so I'm gonna go ahead and do that and my story tell me tell me if you like my pitch it's like Saturday Night Live for me it was Sunday morning not live because I grew up in Hong Kong watching it but also in VPN so I would love to be able to actually see Saturday Night Live Saturday Night Live that's kind of the the pitch but tell me that (laughs) That is the dream there I feel like that's one of those things that like, I would not even like think about doing, like, I would not even Mm. like think of putting on my bucket list, but is so, so cool. And like something that maybe I'll do, like, I don't even watch Saturday. Do it. Why not? You live close. Why not? No, I not. sometimes I'm like, so in my bubble about things. I'm like, these are my like five things that I'm like doing. And then you hit me with like something so left field that I'm like, whoa, like that is something so cool literally. Um, that's literally how most of our conversations no. go but I love it no. oh my goodness okay do you have one for me to hit me with let me see um bucket list of like let me see Ooh, I don't know maybe like a sport that you really want to try oh. or like an activity that you really want to try I want to go bungee jumping Ooh, I say that, but like, I'm so scared and I probably won't, but like, that sounds so cool. Like how, yeah. like, I sound so adventurous. I sound so that, but like mm-mm. the, like the, the moment you're like, when you go down. <gasps> yeah. Oh my God. You know, okay. So I used to be like, when I was little, like bungee yeah. jumping, was, like top thing on my bucket mm. list. Like I loved that feeling. And then my eighth grade physics teacher told me that when you're an, on a roller coaster, you know that empty like gut mm-hmm. feeling you feel? It's sure. because it's literally your innards are not attached. Like, so they literally stop, are stop, moving. Stop, stop. And so now every time I'm on a no, roller coaster and no. I feel a little empty, I'm like, ooh, no, they're just there. No, no, you're <laughs> like, totally right. I don't you're like totally it. right. You're totally right. Oh, I don't need, I did not need to hear that, but you're totally right. Yeah, oh, no, God. it's crazy. No, anyway, you're don't totally think about right. it too much, but yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 it. But try not to do that. Um okay. Another thing yeah. I have on here, I want to go to like I don't know where I'll be in my life or what sort of cost this will be, but I want to go to those like one of those ridiculous life-changing like spa wellness retreats. Yes. I 
Yeah, I don't know what do it's one, gonna look please. like. Please, can we do please. one together? There's this one place in San Francisco like Osmosis. Apparently, like sit in a bath for like three days. Like weird stuff happens in these. Like I want to drink like carrot juice at three a.m. Like I want to do all the weird stuff they're doing. And like just, just, just try it. I'm not yeah. gonna say it's gonna change my life. Like I want to do some sort of wellness retreat. You know, just completely offline yoga. Like just relax. I want hundred percent. We should do that. I feel like please. that's something that would be so amazing. So cool. Oh okay, my god! We'll, no, that we'll would put be that so on our different. bucket list. Oh together. please, 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 please. Yeah. Um, this is so random. I want to stand on the equator. I remember in fourth grade, my fourth grade teacher showed us a photo of her at, in Kenya standing on the equator. And I was like, mm, that'll be me one day. So one I day. took a photo of me at the equator, but also yeah, Singapore, basically. Yeah, basically. Literally. I think for me, I have a lot of bucket list items that are about like creating things. Ooh, like, tell me. So like tell me, tell me. one of my bucket list items is create a YouTube channel, create mm. a TikTok, mm-hmm. but also more just like I want to learn, like I'm very big on like arts and crafts, did crocheting since I was like in third grade, but um, rug making is something so cool. And I want to get into rug making, which is so random, but it's so, so cool. Um, And then also, I just want to like get back into like crocheting more. I used to make like carpets and like things. That's huge. Yeah. Like a like a living room carpet or like a I'm getting outside the shower gotta dry my feet carpet like like a like a living room carpet oh my god living room probably like a small living room like a Hong Kong living room yeah yeah like like a a carpet for like a kid's room like I made my cousin like a ladybug carpet once Waylon are you taking requests you started Squarespace store and with that use code no I wish Oh my I learned goodness. yesterday, Squarespace is the number one advertiser in podcasts. They advertise on over 400 podcasts. Oh my goodness. I know. Interesting, Sponsor right? Sponsor us, please. Truly. Also, oh my goodness, two crazy things. I watched the Super Bowl. This is not bucket list. <gasps> really so American. Go the, off. Go, go, go. Right? Yeah, no. Go. The Super Bowl is truly an American. The most American thing I can ever American possibly thing. think of. Yeah. Um, But the ads on the Super Bowl, first of all, Ooh. I thought they were pretty underwhelming, except they. for Coinbase. Coinbase is oh, one. Oh, Coinbase popped up right yeah. did you see it mm-hmm. crypto.com also had some good ones yeah but like the coinbase one with like the qr code that like hit did you see this one no actually i didn't see that one i'm oh, sorry i'm thinking the crypto it's one it's not coinbase but coinbase no maybe it is maybe i'm like totally confused you i didn't watch this Bowl. i just watched the youtube video like top 10 ads <laughs> oh my goodness yeah no i loved it. oh so our queen zendaya popped off her she ad did. she's literally so beautiful she's also the ad for squarespace you go on Squarespace website right now? She yeah. is the face of Squarespace. And Bulgari. Coinbase, it was so cool. Coinbase ha- had like a QR code that yeah. like hit like the DVD player. No. Hit the corners or like didn't hit the corners until the last one and it hit the corner. That's like people scanned so cool. the QR code and then their website broke down and they were like, oh, like, <gasps> seems like too many people are coming to our website. Oh my God. Um, And people are like, oh, did they do that on purpose? Or like, oh, did they, like, did they expect it? You know, and it's like, it was like a pretty big I don't that's know. good because even like bad marketing can kind of be good marketing like even when it's like bad press the website breaks down like it seems that any big launch of any famous product the website always crashes which yeah, makes people right? want to buy it even more like we know it's gonna crash like there are troubleshooting yeah. they did this one thing in shanghai a couple months ago where on the bun they got like thousands and thousands of drones to go into the air and make this like QR code where people could scan. Like imagine the lights in the night 
are made out of the lights coming out from the drones making a QR code. It was crazy. That's crazy. Crazy, 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 crazy. Kind of related to this, but I did a math competition. Um, HIMCM, I believe is the name of it in like Beautiful. sophomore year. Yeah. And one of the things was like, um, like they wanted to make a dragon out of drones in the sky and you had That's to like calculate so where it was. Cool. Believe me, I had no idea how we did it. There was like one girl on our team who really carried us through that competition, but the oh my thought God. of doing it was really cool. <laughs> that no, that is so cool. No, we we always so we love that. We love the ambition that com- competitions and hackathons bring. Like you start a hackathon, you're like, we're gonna solve cancer, like literally right now in the next 24 hours. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. maybe we can make like a paper airplane. Like maybe, maybe it always it always goes like that. No, that's a good one too. Another one I have on here is start an NGO, like solely dedicated for an NGO. And like, there are of course, different causes that I care about right now. And I'm totally confident that there's gonna be causes that I don't focus on right now that I'm gonna focus on the future. But right now, I think one that I would do would be about like women's financial empowerment. Don't know what that would look like right now. Maybe like a center, maybe education, but that's definitely something I want to do and get involved with. What about you? What would be like the NGO if you could create one right now? I'm not sure if this would be an NGO, but something I'm pretty passionate about is like eating disorders specifically in Asia. And so one of my friends, actually, Maddie, she she brainstormed this idea with me back in like senior year of high school. But basically think of like a soul cycle, but like attached to it is also like a wellness center where like women, it's like a woman only soul cycle where you can like go and work out. It's a woman only gym. It's a woman only trainers, um, women only like, like tr- like health center where you yeah. can get checked for you know like gynecologists sure like, it's all just like very like positive towards um like body image and all of that and I think if I ever have the money to do that I think that would be something super cool and scalable we that, have a good absolutely business, but absolutely scale. that's so 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 important that's one of the things too like you and I both discussed that to some degrees, we just, we've struggled with eating disorders. And I think in some way of giving back and like doing that full circle, I don't know what that's going to look like. And I know there's been many attempts at that, but finding a way that can break the cycle because it feels like that, that cycle's only accelerating, like more yeah, and more 100%. people, either more people are talking about it, which is great, but it feels like more people have maybe than before. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's hard to say. I feel like with eating disorders specifically, um, it's weird because like we're kind of like, or like at least I find it weird because I feel like I'm kind of like in the middle where I yeah. see like the Western world progressing so much and so quickly with, sure. you know, like there's still a lot of work to do, albeit, but they're like progressing a lot in like terms of talking about it in terms of like the culture and like people seeking help for it. While in Asia, I feel like it's still very like not talked about. It's still considered yeah. a very like white person problem and being skinny is still like one of the most important like body norms yeah body norms um which is exacerbated by like natural body weight already sitting at a pretty low totally um, low level for majority of the women so and also men I would love to do something for males oh yes who are also struggling with um yeah basically yeah basically yeah I know absolutely no but I, I think you're right I think you're totally right. Like there is a stereotype of people who do usually struggle with that being disorders, but even with that, they're not getting the help. And then from that as well, it makes people feel like if they're not in that set group, which just by looking at things are like rich white women, that's just what happened. Like you can look at the statistics that's statistically in the past, what they've cited as being like the stereotype for it. So 
seeing that that group hasn't like solved it yet. Anyone who's not on that group that may experience it might feel even more apprehensive to get help and see the yeah, treatment because like it's like not even know yeah. that they have an eating disorder, which is scary. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like even kind of on, doing that. Yeah. No, I think that's it's a really good point. And with that as well, like I think there's lots of ways that you can like put that out. Like I don't know if that's a, we mentioned this on like an NGO, but if that's like a course or even like a book, I don't know what that looks like or movement. It's hard to say because sometimes with these things as well, it's not something people like want to talk about. Which to be fair, I guess you know what I don't know if this is a good comparison to make, but I'm just gonna make it anyways. Like something with it, like being an alcoholic. Like people are not proud or typically want to talk about being an alcoholic. It's a very secretive thing. Like, it's not like someone is like, well, like if you're really an alcoholic, it's not something that you like celebrate or tell people about like your true addiction. You do it silently by yourself. Da, da, da. And even with that though, they've been able to build AA and start that conversation. So maybe the movement to help eating disorders can kind of follow about like that safe space environment, like that don't ask don't tell situation maybe that could be a situation like developing like an AA for EDs good ideation well we'll definitely have to ponder more on that I feel like for me um yeah I don't know that's like the weird thing like I feel like or I, I don't know whether it's like a weird thing but I've always thought about like sharing like my own story with like unhealthy eating habits mm-hmm. to help make people feel more comfortable. And I sure. feel like that's always been something, um, but doing something more tangible and like making an NGO of some sort would definitely be on, on my bucket list. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, not on the same topic at all. So switching gears a little bit. One of the things I have on here is doing, I don't know to whatever degree that is now, but do an annual trip with my sister every year. So like this year we did like a little staycation that like once COVID's over and like people are able to move, I would love to do an annual trip with Nicole every year. I feel like you could definitely do that with Kaylin as well. I love that. Yeah. I feel like that's so special. I am excited for financial independence. Oh my God. I have control yes. over my own schedule yes. and just like control over like things. Like I feel like, oh, pop off, pop off. It's going to be great. And oh yeah, I'm excited to do like annual trips and like Actually, with talk friends. to me about that. Tell me what, okay. I feel the same way, but I want you to vocalize this. Tell me why you're so excited about financial dependence and what that means to you. Oh, I feel like I'm go off. There's, there's a couple of reasons. I feel like sure. I grew up, you know, always wanting to give back to my family. Mm -hmm. I see my parents giving back to, you know, their family a lot. And that's something that I grew up knowing it was important to me. So I feel like financial independence for me is like finally being able to say like, thank you to my parents um, in many ways. And like, they don't need, I don't think, or like, yeah, just like being able to support them in the future is something really important to me. But on the other hand, I feel like being financially independent gives you a lot of like freedom in a lot of ways. So I don't know, like I find it really exciting that I can manage not only my time, but also just like where I'm putting my money and what I'm doing with my money, where right now it just, it, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for that, that future. No, that's awesome. I think it's so cool as well. And there's definitely a spectrum of what financial independence looks like over time. Like for the most part, people who have been reliant on their parents for a while don't go from like kind of 100 to zero overnight in terms of percentage. There's definitely a waning. And like, I think you and I are even in the process now, like waning from where we were, like even like one, two years ago, like in high school and where we are now, like financially supporting ourselves a little bit more. And I used to think it was like, I'm fully supported. And then like one day I turn like 20 and like, it's off. Like that's not how usually it happens, at least in the circumstances that I'm in, I think you might be in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like, it's gradual and it's okay. And like the same way it's going to be your gradual 
net inflow from our parents in this app, it's going to be also a gradual net outflow in the way that we're also earning more money. Like it's not like they're both going to, one's going to rise as one falls in a natural way. So I have confidence in that, but definitely want to accelerate that in whichever way that I can kind of have like- I think for me, it was also a big realization in 2022 where I was like, shit, like I'm doing a lot of work for free. And like, I- Tell me more, tell me more. My time is valuable. I think it was like a very like key moment where I was like, I'm not doing anything that A, doesn't make me happy. And B, that I'm not getting paid for or yes. valued for. Okay. So like, even if a project's super cool and like the output's super cool, like putting myself first and being like, I need to be paid for the work that I'm doing because the work I'm doing is valuable was yes. like a huge turning point and allowed huge. me making decisions about projects or onboarding projects okay. way easier for me. Yes, 100%. Good. Um, but yeah, I think just like, being honest with yourself like I did I honestly did not know we can maybe we should do an episode on this but like I think it's amazing price yourself and how to like find businesses or find streams of income because honestly it's not talked about a lot I honestly just researched like what internships usually pay for their entrance on an hourly rate and then I like topped like I I kind of like thought about services that I offered exactly um Yeah. yeah I don't know it was definitely a turning point where my dad was like you might find certain things easy to do, but those things might be really hard for a company to do. 100%. And you need to be valued for those things. 100%. I was like, why would, like, why would they pay me to do this like one thing? It's like super easy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I went through the same thing as well. And I had some really, really great mentors who kind of help with that as well. Like it's difficult, especially coming from a place where like, it feels like children are almost like, you know, like free labor. And that's kind of how like adults sometimes see is like interns, that sort of thing, like getting cheap later. And then being like, no, like I'm actually providing something so incredible, unique that really is helping. And then pricing yourself and like knowing your own value, knowing the value for your time. Like, I think you definitely hit the nail on the head with that. And like, just being able to do something with that, building your own wealth, being able to like do what you want with that money and like gaining a little bit of that financial independence. Like, I think that's super, super huge. And then again, like being able to spend it the way you want as well. Cause like, it's fun and you know, have fun with that. And whichever way you choose to do that. Other things I have on here is going on the Trans-Siberian Express. Do you know what that is? The oh, train. Interesting. Yeah. Wait, I feel like, why am I thinking of like Polar Express? No, like what? hundred percent. You're kind of right there. Honestly, it's like from very Eastern Russia to like Western Europe, and oh, like wow. it's supposed okay. to be super cool. I've never gone on a longest train ride. I think I've been on is maybe like five hours. I've done that in France. My parents mm-hmm. used to want to do this. Uh, just COVID, and we were supposed to do it like 2020 as like a graduation thing when we were in Canada. There's this train that goes across all of Canada, and that's supposed to be really beautiful. But I think there's something very beautiful about train travel. Call me old fashioned. Wow. But there's something super no, that's nice about so it. beautiful. I'm looking at pictures right now. That super is super nice, right? So nice. Yeah. Wow. On that note as well, I also have here, I have one month on here just as an arbitrary date, but I want to say extended period without internet. I don't know if that's like I'm hiking in that's Patagonia funny. or like we're on our wellness vacation thing or wellness thing, but like I want. I haven't had an extended period in my life in the last like 10 years, like before, like, I guess I've been online. I've maybe had like three or four weeks off, like completely offline, like while we're traveling, growing up, my parents would like never let us use our electronics while we were traveling. So mm-hmm. maybe like three, four weeks, but like in my adult, young adult life, I've never spent more than like a week. I want to say, yeah, a week without my phone or without that. So I want to really go deep into that. Do you, are you attracted to that idea? Is that something that like vibes with I you love or that. 
what I find really special about being born in 2002 Queen. was that I feel like I still remember life without yes. phones and life mm-hmm. without internet and like life without me being glued to like a computer or even like before I had it like a DS I feel like was like a my first DS like, oh honey electronic. that was like mm-hmm. um and so I feel like yeah like I I treasure those moments a lot because I feel like it gives me a perspective of like life before all of this happened absolutely. if that makes sense I think absolutely. it's it feels very like grounding but you're it so does. right like I remember the first time I saw and interacted with an iPhone yeah and from that day onwards I feel like things like rapidly changed in terms of technology for everyone and you're right like I don't think I've spent over a a week since when I got my first actually when I first got my phone I didn't really use it so like probably like starting in what 10th 9th 9th grade yeah ninth grade so what it's been like seven eight or wait I'm literally dumb five (laughs) five years without spending time on my phone yeah no it's crazy like it really depends because I would say the phone usage does wax and wane throughout the year, even throughout like the, 100%. like the weekend. Like I definitely use my phone a lot less during the weekend, like mm-hmm. a lot less. Cause when I go on my phone, I mostly use it like for work and like communication. Like if I'm with someone, I'm not on my phone. If I'm by myself, I'm like, I'm working or I'm doing like, I do not use my phone when I'm with people in person. So I get to use, like, I barely use my phone on Saturdays, which is really nice. Not something like I've been doing with Shabbat, but like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, like I, I am on my phone a lot. I really, really yeah. am. I have to say. And yeah, I was looking, I try not to use, I don't use it before I go to bed. I don't use it first thing in the morning, which is nice. So I've got that like 30 minute buffer on each side, but then during the day I'm on it a lot. I really am like just, yeah, for whatever reasons I can always make an excuse. Oh no, it's, I'm doing this. I'm speaking to someone I'm communicating. It's for school. Like a hundred percent. There's always stuff to do, but maybe just, it's a matter of like not checking it so frequently. Like, I feel like sometimes I have to like respond to messages like a little more quickly than I might have to. Maybe that's Mm -hmm. what I have to change. I don't know. I feel like for me, so like my screen time usually averages like pretty low. I would say like I usually average like two hours to like three hours, which is like pretty low. I feel like for yeah, that's like okay. Phone yeah, time, um, phone time use, but I feel like for me, it's more just like the way that I use my phone. Like if mm. those two to three hours are intentionally connecting with people, yes. or are like like even just like mindlessly like scrolling through Instagram for ten minutes because I need a breather, like being yeah. more patient with myself and not like being like oh my goodness you used your phone so much like it is a form of relaxation that like I feel yeah. like we don't give ourselves credit enough like using your phone is often exhibited to like bad traits and like albeit if you're like eight hours on TikTok like please like don't listen to this <laughs> but like I feel like if like there are there's healthy ways to use your phone and there's so many good things that happen um, that I feel like we shouldn't be beating ourselves up about like how much phone time we use if like you're still getting things done in a day and you're still like being present for the most part. Um, but yeah, I feel like there's a balance between like being intentional with your phone and just like letting yourself like have some guilt-free no. time on your phone completely 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 agree my issue is like sometimes like there's days my head literally hurts or like I feel like my eye my, no, not my head I don't get migraines I get my like I wear contacts my eyes hurt because I feel like I've been on a phone like the screen mm. and people like like wear blue like glasses which is like a great idea but my idea is like if I'm wearing if I'm using my screen so 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 much that I have to do like a medication or like a probiotic maybe that's a natural sign that I should not be using my phone this much and like maybe 100%. I'm completely wrong so like controversial sure whatever but like I feel like, yeah, it's like a natural sign. Like maybe it's time to stop. 
hundred percent. I feel like I haven't had one of those. Maybe it's just because like when I'm at school and stuff, like I don't use, like I don't, I, I don't have like hours on end where I'm like using my phone. Yeah, exactly. I get that with my laptop though. Yes, like, laptop. My lap. That's what's right. When I'm talking about screen time, I'm talking about my, my laptop as well. Like when yeah. I get that Sunday night like screen time, like one. Oh my god, a couple of weeks ago it was like sixteen hours. I'm like, what the fuck? Like how? Literally, I was on so many Zooms. I do not know how that was possible. It was yeah. like when I was doing online classes before. It was crazy. Could 100%. not believe it. Could not believe it. It was, I remember there was a time like last semester too, where like I was doing work on my iPad. And if I was not doing work on my iPad, I was working on my laptop. And if I was not working on my laptop, I was relaxing and watching TV. Exactly. Or like yeah. scrolling through Instagram on my phone. And I was like, this is not good. I was like, this yeah. is too much. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely finding other outlets to relax and stuff. But, yeah. No, hundred um, percent. I like that a yeah. lot. I think to kind of wrap up this podcast, I'd love to learn more about your bucket list for this week. Ooh, I know the week is almost over. Fun, love that, love that. I love that short term, or maybe even like a bucket list for the rest of the day. Like what's so much fun? Okay, so bucket list for the week. We've talked about this right before we got on the recording, but I booked tickets to go to Luxembourg this weekend with my friends. So I'm super hyped about that. Never been. It's so fun. Um, so I am excited about that bucket list for tonight. Um, I'm going to go for a run. The weather is beautiful. So I'm going to go for a run after this, which is just like lovely. And I feel like I'm living a Disney life every day. Like take a selfie at the Eiffel tower every day, which is very exciting. And then having some friends over tonight, it started off with like a couple people, but now there's like several people. So I told everyone to just bring food. I'm not providing food. I'm so sorry. This is my birthday again. Not doing that again, Mm -hmm. Uh, which is fun, but like, I'm not a provider. I'm not your host party every single day. Um, and then people were discussing a salsa dance tonight, like going out to, there's like a salsa place. That's going to be so Never done that, but that could be very fun. Yeah. What about you? I think today I'm going to take some time to center myself. I've been feeling- What does that look like? Oddly enough, whenever I think about centering myself, I think about just like stepping on grass barefoot because someone once told me that that. like the way to ground yourself, like literally two ions is like- I love that. Barefoot on the grass. Albeit it's a little cold today. So I don't think I'll be doing that, but I I can't. I cannot believe you even live in the cold. I know. I do live in the cold too, but like, I feel like you live in way colder than I do. Yeah. Um, I think today I'm just going to take some time. Like I slept in a little bit today, which was super nice. That's and- so good. Wait, shout out real quick about that as well. Like same last night, my dinner didn't finish like 1130. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to wake up at like six. I'm going to go and run. I woke up at seven 30. Cause I had to leave by eight o'clock to go to class. It started at nine. That's okay to sleep in sometimes or like adjust the schedule. That's a huge thing. I used to feel so guilty about that. Yeah. You need to hundred percent. And I think just, um, taking some time to, I don't know. I, I really like hosting people and like, I really like, yes, I think things. yeah. Like I just love like being able to like make people feel at home, especially yeah. when, yeah, I don't know. It's 100%. been pretty hectic. So I'm planning something fun, hopefully for like Sunday with a couple of friends. Ooh. Um, oh my goodness. Hopefully they don't all have COVID or I have COVID. That so would like, be we'll that really goes. inconvenient. I have but, to say. Um, yeah. I just kind of want to plan something special for for people who matter to me and no, who that means helping so me much. with my sprained ankle <laughs> no oh my yeah. goodness yeah sprained ankle I'm so sorry you have had your fair share of cripples so you I can't know. go to practice at all now or what's the situation well okay so I went to practice on Tuesday the day that I sprained my ankle and it literally okay. took me like it's a 15 minute walk down there it took me like half an hour but the walk up because it's like on a slope literally okay. took me an hour to get back to my room no. I like cried multiple no. times because it's like would. just so no. hard there's no like, like buggy you could take? what there's no buggy or anything 
I mean, like there's our public safety and like, I'm sure if I had like called Called, or done something, but I was like walking up the hill on crutches and it was just like, not it. And I cried multiple times. I was like, not having it. And then I emailed my coach. I was like, dude, like I really just can't come down to the boathouse and it's just so icy on the floor. So lots of things happening, but I think I'm going to try to get down there today. So we'll see how that goes. No, that sounds amazing. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sending you all the love and I hope that everything, it's so weird to talk to you now. It's like still the start of your day. I would used to only speak to you with like, it was the morning or the night. You're like, you're like midday. You're like chilling. And midday, it's like midday. We're, we're chilling. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Kind of All Good. I hope you kind of enjoyed um, this episode of Bucket List, but also just like random tangents, which I feel like is very core to what Kind of All Good is about. I hope you guys have a kind of all good day and share with us on Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever, where we post this, your bucket list. And I hope this inspires you to kind of, you know, grow your bucket list. Have an amazing rest of your day. Bye.